Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours, but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast came to help them find a way. Because of this, these makers became founders and live the lives they deserve. Because of that, founders live lives of abundance, freedom, and creativity. That's what I'm really all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and from being a poor boy born to a single mother in North Africa, with no opportunities, just sheer hard work, to failing, multiple startups yet learning, a whole lot to barely escaping alive the war in Ukraine, even living as an illegal immigrant. I've lost everything twice, and now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day, sharing the wisdom of luminaries I've interviewed on this podcast, from Google executives to Amazon, Microsoft, Forbes Technology Council, Harvard, Goldman Sachs, Financial Times, and even a priest from the Vatican Church, Everyone is welcome here. So let's begin. My guest today is Camille Franceschi. Camille is the co-founder of Junebot, a no-code chatbot builder to automate in minutes your recurring interactions. Junebot is accelerated by the Zendesk Acceleration Program and the famous incubator HEC, and it is based at Station F in Paris, which is the world's biggest startup campus. Camille, how are you today? Hello, Aziz. Uh, I'm fine, thanks you, and thanks for having me. It's my privilege, it's my honor, and to explore your experience nowadays and who you are as a person, is there something on your mind that you're trying to change in your life or in your business or a problem you're trying to solve or anything that is demanding your attention again and again and again? Uh, I can say uh, what I'm working on today is to, to be able to, to work more efficiently, to save time to have my weekends. Uh, it's something very important, and uh, um, I feel that I can't uh, anymore always uh, work uh, seven days per week. And uh, yeah, when you, when you know you, you have five days per week, you can work better. And that's my goal today. I love this topic. I have so many questions about it. But I'll ask with one thing. When we look at work, it never ends. You know, the last day of our lives, we can be as busy as the busiest day ever. And therefore, how do you make yourself stop if you always can see more opportunities to do more, to improve things, to find new opportunities for marketing, for growth and all that? You know, when your to-do list is um, a to-do list for one year, at least, uh, you know, you can't do that uh, in one day. And uh, uh, what, I, what I do, uh, what we do with my co-founder is that we have a, a to-do list uh, uh, and we write every day what we will do uh, each day and each week. So we set up a goal per week and per day and we try to achieve this and we don't add more tasks 
uh, more tasks and uh, that's it. Thank you. And I'll ask you another question which is very important. Every day there are more tools that are supposed to save us time, to automate our lives, to help us grow, to improve our marketing and things like that. But it seems every day there are more things we have to do. We have to be more busy than ever. So do you think it's the problem of the whole situation and the tools that we have too many tools and we need too much time to understand them? Or what's the problem if we can, we should have leverage and possibility to work less because we have so many uh, no-code tools and things like that. Why do people end up working maximum even on weekend? I think uh, um, as a co- as a founder, um, as a CEO of a company, that the competition makes you work more. <laughs> uh, you have to to compete with people, and uh, so people have the same tool in their hands. So. Yes, uh, anyways, uh, even if you fight with a gun or a knife, uh, you, you have to put the same energy. Thank you. This is so interesting. I spoke to an AI and machine learning expert about singularity, which is supposed to be the moment that in theory, AI will be smarter than humans and everything. And he said, I don't believe AI will become smarter than human beings but we're moving towards such a competitive situation that every minute you need to invent something new to reinvent yourself, to be constantly innovative second by second, which makes it like a world where there is no stability. Do you think we're moving towards that? Is this part of what you shared right now? And if so, how can someone even take the weekend during such times if in two days the whole market can change so much? I think um, to be better than the others, um, you need to avoid to make mistakes uh, because may- mistakes, of course, uh, make you learn stuff. But if you talk to the right person who did the mistake before, you have a 10 minutes conversation, you understood the the point and then you didn't spend um, uh, three months doing the mistake, you know. So avoiding doing mistake uh, make you competitive. Thank you. Why you said that if people work five days a week, they will be better. How can people become more competitive by taking the weekends off and working less? Because uh, we are humans. Uh, uh, I know some people can uh, can work uh, 24 hours, uh, well, like 20 hours per day, seven seven days per week, but it's not the case for everybody. And uh, I know, it, I think it's it's about how people feel. Uh, for me, uh, having uh, at least one day completely off is uh, important for me. But I I know other co-founders that don't don't need that. You know, uh, I think yeah, it really depends on the personality and the need. And uh, I know if I work uh, all the time, all the time, I won't be uh, productive because I. I missed something in my life. Thank you. You spoke about people that can work 20 hours a day. Do they really exist? Or is it a myth like Santa Claus or 
Papa Noel or whatever that entrepreneurs say to each other, but nobody really can work for a long time and such hours. Maybe I knew some people who did it um, working very hard for a time period, uh, but not regularly. But uh, I, I know some people that can really work hard and don't need uh, two days off. So it's not a myth. <laughs> Crazy people exist. No, hard worker people, sorry. No, I'll ask you even more because I spoke to such people and what pushes them to work so hard is that they feel if they're not working, there is an emptiness in their feelings and in their hearts. And so they're running away from pain rather than doing the work because they love the work so much. And therefore, in many ways, it's people who are trying to distract themselves from other pain of life by working all the time, because otherwise it will be not a happy uh, moment if they took a day off. Do you think that could be the case or it's not like that? Um, I heard stories about people like that. <laughs> Definitely. They, they need to have a, a job that take us all the time possible because if they are not focused anymore on work, they're still thinking and they are depressed. So yes, some people are like that. Thank you. And you're building a no-code tool. I understand the value and the importance of all of that. At the same time, a lot of people come to the no-code space to build apps and businesses, but they're doing it as a hobby or as a way so that they don't have to be an employee just to make some money so that they don't ha need a salary from a business or a company. They can live on their own lifestyle and income. Do you think it's possible to do that easily or uh, the business is so competitive that you need to build a real company with a real team in order to have a chance to succeed at all? I think that depends on the market uh, where you are. Um, if you are on a niche uh, that nobody found, uh, you can be okay working a bit like that uh, for a few years, maybe. Um, you know, if you are on a, really on a business that nobody has interest for, but if you are targeting a business very competitive, uh, you, it will be complicated to to work only a few hours per day and have a, a great salary if uh, if you have competitors that will uh, that are everywhere. You know, you will be in competition, in a hard competition. Thank you. Then I will challenge something because. There is this idea that if you find a niche where there are no competitors, it's because there is no money in that niche. And that competition means there is money and profit to be made. So is it realistic to think that someone can find a niche that is undiscovered uh, before? Or are they finding something that people tried before and found that it's not a successful idea uh, in this way? Um... You know, maybe for big companies, uh, working on a certain type of niche is not interesting. Like it will take more time that they want uh, for this specific niche. So they will just not working on it. And then you have space for that. Or maybe it's very unsexy. You know, uh, um, 
you have you have businesses that really are not very interesting at all but you can make money on it and uh, maybe if you find something like that you will be safe for a long time thank you then i will ask you about june bot in this world there are many 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 companies that are offering um chatbots so why did you choose to enter a market where there are already many competitors and what exactly did you think will be your unique way that will allow you to be competitive not only working harder than everybody else uh, good question um the thing is that we we started uh, at the beginning uh, to work on uh, hr issues uh, meaning um we we saw that some um talent acquisition managers were spending a lot of time trying to call people, especially in the service industry, to, to qualify them. And, um, and they needed to recruit very fast and had ton of resumes, which, which doesn't mean anything in the service industry, um, to help them. So uh, at the beginning, the chatbot was not even a chatbot, but... Uh, uh, an animated form to help uh, HRs to qualify candidates, you know. Uh, it's just that, that in the end, we found that it could be used for a larger um, market. So we expanded it. And uh, yes, we have a lot of competitors, but um, what makes us different today is that our Chatbot Builder is very intuitive. It's a drag and drop system, very visual. Everybody understands how it works easily. And uh, that's not the case with every Chatbot Builder today. And uh, we choose to stay focused on Chatbot for websites. And uh, we, have, um, we would like to improve the customization and producing videos, uh, video recording, stuff like that to allow people to go further into qualification uh, rather than trying to be an omnichannel uh, chatbot builder. Thank you. And from what you learned about entrepreneurship and about building a business, if you would advise yourself or any new business creator about what to look for in the idea that they will choose, what would you say? Like, would you tell them, find a market that nobody's in, avoid competition, or you'll tell them, yes, go for competition, but try to be smarter? Or what other advice would you give to yourself if now, let's say you sold, you know, a unicorn called Junebot and you had to start again a new business from zero? What advice or things have you learned that you can share? I would say um, uh, when you enter into the, into a business and there is no competition, it's weird today. Uh, it means maybe there is no business to do. Uh, so competition is okay. But the thing is that what what's the business you are working on? What's the competition? Because if you compete in a market where, um, you know, uh, the only way to to success is to do Google Ads, and you don't have any money. It will not work, you know. Uh, you have to know uh, regarding the challenge. What does it imply? Uh, what um, what it implies um, regarding money, and um, of course, uh, uh, employees. You need to succeed. Uh, 
So because, you know, people want to uh, think a bootstrap company can be done, uh, can be a good way uh, to succeed, but it depends really on the business. So you can't bootstrap anything. Sometimes you definitely need money from the beginning because the business is too, is, is huge, you know. So, yeah, uh, the advice is really to think about what you are trying to achieve. Is it big? Um, and if yes, uh, are you ready to, to fundraising and hire uh, the number of people you need? Thank you. And when it comes to hiring, a lot of people don't have the skills, the social skills, the ability to lead, to manage and all that. So... Do you think or would you say to some founders, if you don't have that ability to be good with people, then avoid it anyway, hire a manager or just don't grow? Or do you think anybody can learn to be a great manager and leader and to hire well? I think as a founder, you need to know how to do it because it's part of your job at some point. So... If you can't manage well, you need to learn how to do it properly because uh, if you need people to 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 make your company grow, you you have to to manage them properly. So it's definitely a necessity. Thank you. I'll ask you another more philosophical question about entrepreneurship and being a founder. Do you believe? Founders should act as if their business is already successful so that they can make decisions without any stress and pretend that everything is okay so they can think long term? Or should they do what most founders do, which is be in survival mode where they're just making reactive decisions, trying to find the next amount of money so that they don't go bankrupt and don't lose everything? But often that makes them not think the good decisions for the long term, but instead to do what is short term to make some money. You know, Francis, you ask very interesting questions. Um, um, the thing is that um, I think uh, people should do both. Um, quick wins uh, are quick wins. And, uh, you know, if you want to, to, to have your business growing like naturally, uh, without you working manually on some stuff uh, to to get more clients, I mean the power of word of mouth, uh, you need to build something long term. And uh, in the meantime, uh, depending on your financing, maybe you can't afford uh, to to live a long time without money. So uh, uh, you need to make the right um, addition. And um, to to be able to to build your company with um, with um, with this uh, how do you say that um, this singularity um, meaning that you have to play on both sides and if you don't have money to to take one hundred percent of your time building long term growth uh, then you both have to do the like the long term work and the quick wins and and the question is like will you be able to to do that uh, by yourself or not thank you and as a personality for the entrepreneur 
who would you tell or who do you think should not even like consider seriously being an entrepreneur maybe as a hobby and they should have a job forever because they wouldn't be able to handle entrepreneurship and what characteristics in a person will make them the right person to be an entrepreneur meaning do you believe anybody can and should try to be an entrepreneur or for some people it's a really bad choice and they should focus on being having a good career as an employee forever uh, you have to to have a specific personality to be an entrepreneur in fact um, you don't have to be the smartest people uh, you don't be able to be uh, to be uh, the smartest guy ever but you need to be a hard worker a resilient guy and uh, you need to have a lot of energy a lot of energy not to, to give up because you called the 100 people and nobody buys your product you know you need to say okay i will do it i will do it 1000 percent and uh and uh yes uh at five o'clock in the afternoon it's not done uh you need to 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 trust yourself uh, you need to to be very um how do you say that um you you need to you you need to believe in yourself and you need to to believe in your company one thousand percent every day and doing the doing the the shit shit job also every day without like saying I would do it tomorrow because that's working a company is not one hundred percent fun sometimes you are tired and you still need to do uh the manual stuff which are not very interesting to work on but that's how you can get clients and for those people who are not like that uh, i don't think it's a good idea for them to 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 start a company because they will be uh, demotivated very quickly and uh, not able to to work out uh, to to gain clients thank you and i'll ask you then another thing a lot of people are sold the entrepreneur dream as something where for one, two, three years, maybe you work hard and then you have employees and managers and you just relax and the money comes in easily or your company gets acquired and you become a millionaire and you have an easy life. Do you believe this is true? Or as an entrepreneur, you'll always have to work very, very hard as long as you're in business, because like you said, competition will always be there waiting for you. So you have to constantly innovate and that entrepreneurship never becomes passive income. It's always active and very, very creative and hard. Yeah, I think it's not uh, always active income. Uh, it can be very true for some cases and less true from for others. But I I don't think you can say okay I reach uh, uh, this amount of MRR uh, I'm all right now I can stop working don't I don't need to innovate I don't need to to do anything uh, I'm all right now I don't think that's possible um, you still have to work. <laughs> Thank you. Would you ever become a serial entrepreneur where after Junebot you'll want to do the experience again of starting from the beginning and creating something new? Or 
it's uh, enough to have experienced this one time and you'll try just to keep growing when things become stable rather than start again from zero. Uh, I think I really like the time when you start a company and you start from scratch and you are building everything. It's very funny. Um, the thing is that uh, even if you stay on the same company, your your job is evolving as a founder, for example, as a CEO, you, you start doing something different. So you are always uh, experimenting and learning new stuff. So it's, it's great. Um, I don't know what I will do tomorrow, uh, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm just focused right now and I don't think about what I, what I will do in 10 years, you know. Thank you. You spoke about meeting with and having conversations with people who have made the same mistakes so that you learn from them and you know what to do. At the same time, you're creating something new. The market is new. The need is somehow different and new. So how do you prioritize to know what is the next correct action? Because you don't have unlimited resources to do everything. Or you just do your best thinking and you try and you're not sure what will happen, but you're taking action anyway. I take advice from people, but as you said, the business is different. Uh, Sometimes I did mistake uh, following advice which are not appropriate for our company. And sometimes I just follow the right advice. The thing is that you people say try, 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 but don't try everything. Just try to think, take time to think and try the right things for you. Even if people advise you, maybe you can follow the wrong path. Thank you, Camille. And can you speak about Junebot? For people who don't know it, who want to use it, to test it, what is it? What's different about it? What's the website? How can they learn more? And I'll make sure to write the information in the description of this episode. So yes, Junebot is a no-code and intuitive chatbot builder to easily design and build uh, automated conversations. So anyone can build and install a chatbot in a few minutes and they can convert and qualify leads. They can capture data and uh, personalize client journeys. Um, the website is easy to, to remember, junebot.com. Uh, you can sign up uh, and try the platform for free during 40, 40 days. So, and we also have a free plan, so you can really enjoy uh, um, building a chatbot uh, without any uh, involvement. And um, and yes, you you wanted to know my uh, where we people can reach me. That was the question. They can, uh, if some people uh, have questions, you can definitely uh, contact me. I would be, um, I, I would be happy to help you, and you can uh, reach me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Thank you, Camille. This was my privilege, my honor. A really interesting conversation, and I wish you to keep going, to be successful, and have a good day. Thank you, Aziz. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.